0: Thirty-six percent better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Get a one-dollar-per-month trial period at Shopify.com/work. Shopify.com/work.
1: From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Aaron. Today on the show, Signal app moves to decentralized servers. million gone in DeFi exploit. And we welcome the CEO and co-founder of Terraform Labs to talk about setting up a fund to audit DeFi and their contracts so we don't have any more exploits. Isn't that a coincidence? Coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Today is Friday, February 5th, 2021. I have no rants, nothing to say this morning. The only thing I want to do is talk about those crypto prices. Go money talk. And I'm recording this at 1030 Eastern Standard Time. Bitcoin is in at $38,097.57, up 3.3% from yesterday. Ethereum, $1,727.77, up 8.9%. Litecoin, 155 17 up 6.5%. Chainlink, 26.36, up 11.8%. And XRP, cents, up 12% from yesterday. Total market cap, $1.17 trillion, up 4.1% from yesterday with a BTC dominance of 60.4%. Top 10 coins, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Tether, XRP, Polkadot, Cardano, Chainlink, Litecoin, BNB at number 9, crossing the $60 mark, and Bitcoin Cash at number 10. In our main story today, we welcome Do Kwan, the CEO and co-founder of Terraform Labs. They've set up a fund to help audit smart contracts in the DeFi space so that we don't have any more exploits. And we'll be talking about an exploit in just a minute after this conversation, but for now... Here's Do Kwan.
0: Yeah,
2: happy to be back. Hey, one hundred percent, man. Love to have you back. Anyway, today we're talking about your ten million dollar audit grants program. You guys are allocating ten million dollars to help audit people and startups that are going to be coming out into the blockchain space.
0: Yeah, so uh, we're aggressively trying to get Terra USD, which is um, you know our stablecoin, you know deeply integrated into the DeFi stack on all the chains in which we're integrated with. So that includes uh, Terra's native blockchain. Uh, Ethereum, Binance Smart Chain, Solana, and lots of different uh, others coming soon. So the idea is that uh, for new companies that are bootstrapping protocols that haven't raised funding or in need of financing, uh, we would bootstrap some of those costs, like covering the cost of an audit and maybe some other things, under the condition that Terra USD gets used in a meaningful way in the application in question. So the way that we're thinking about it is that we can help to foster and do our part in contributing to a vibrant DeFi community, while at the same time making sure that our asset plays an important part in it.
2: What is the purpose of these audits? How, what does the audit, these audits do for the betterment of the DeFi space?
0: So w- w- when we say audits, we're just talking about code audits. So uh, mm. for DeFi protocols that are launching, in order to make sure that they don't, you know, put user funds at risk, that there's no, you know, uh, you know, total sy- systemic failures. You need to make sure that you get audited by a uh, reputable audit partner because a lot of these DeFi protocols that are popping up for the first time, you, you know, like fifty, hundred thousand dollars is a lot of money. Sometimes they would just skip the audit altogether, which uh, results in a net loss for the entire DeFi ecosystem. As you know, each of these accidents uh, results in bad press and uh, distrust of the industry as a whole.
2: So, if I get this correctly, um, this audit will make sure that there's no smart contract vulnerabilities so we don't see some major losses of funds like we've seen in the past. Am I correct with this? Correct. And and when you have these audits, how... Sure, these audits are going to prevent that, or is it just another layer?
0: It's it's just another layer. It reduces the risk of failure, but at the same time, it's not foolproof. Uh, even projects that have been audited by you know many many reputable firms have gone bust before.
2: That's excellent. I'm I'm really happy to, that you guys are doing this and putting money toward these audits because I mean a lot of people are coming into the space right now. I would hate to have new people come into the crypto space or seeing DeFi as the future and lose a lot of money. But my last question is: When do you think that smart contracts And DeFi will be foolproof or, I guess, smart contract code breaking proof?
0: (laughs) Right now, for uh, sort of uh, application development frameworks that are a little bit more mature than what you would have uh, in sort of blockchain ecosystems, like, for example, Ethereum, There's, for example, like static analyzers or testing frameworks where you can sort of sniff out a lot of these errors. But the Mm. problem is, is that, you know, dev tools and uh, the frameworks for building applications on top of blockchains is not at a state where you can run a bunch of tests as you would do for an Android application or an iOS application. But I think that's something that's going to take a few years to build that in full. I mean, essentially, you're you're trying to compete uh, with in the case of android something that involves you know hundreds of OEMs and one of the largest tech companies in the world
2: you said that you can run a lot of audits for iOS and android and things like that but we we're only building on using ERC20s right now isn't there a standard that should be already compliant with ERC20s or is this i guess vulnerabilities that you're seeing in the in smart contracts because you you have a lot of cross chain action or WAPs? or what, what is the i guess the the problem that everybody's facing that you just don't have a complete industry standard by now?
0: Yeah, so um, the process by by making sure that the code is 100% in line with the spec is called formal verification. So for Ethereum, for instance, it's a little bit difficult to do that because there's a lot of kinks uh, in the way that, uh, you know, smart contracts written in Solidity get transferred into machine-readable by code. It's, it's really a statement of the, the framework framework being a little bit less mature than what you would find in, you know, much more mature systems like, uh, let's say, developing on Android for instance or developing on iOS. Uh, it's it's something that took several different uh, several years to mature on uh, both of those uh, ecosystems as well. So I think it's going to take a little more time.
2: Understood. Understood. Do Kwan, co-founder and CEO of Terraform Labs. Thanks for coming on the show and talking about your new fund.
0: Thanks for having me.
1: And another news. million gone in Urn Finance exploit. Yearn Finance has reported an exploit in one of its DAI vaults. This was tweeted from Bantag, B-A-N-T-G. Yurn DAI version 1 vault got exploited. The attacker got away with $2.8 million. The vault lost $11 million. Deposits into strategies disabled for version 1 DAI, TUSD, USDC, USDT vaults while we investigate. And tweets... As a result, the Wi-Fi governance token fell sharply on the news, plummeting from $34,700 to $30,500. It is currently sitting at $32,800. Signal app is being blocked by Iran, and now they're thinking about moving to decentralized servers. If you remember, a lot of people moved to either Telegram or Signal in the wake of WhatsApp giving their data to Facebook. People wanted more privacy in their chats. They wanted to make sure that their data and their chats were their own. And so a lot of people moved to Signal and Telegram, but now it's looking though that Iran can block traffic to this messaging app, and they're like, nah, we have to have a workaround. So the workaround Signal has created was a TLS proxy. Basically, they're asking privacy advocates from around the world to run these proxy servers as their decentralized platform. If Signal is blocked in your country, and you want to find out instructions of how to bypass it, you can go to Signal.org to figure out how to do so. Brilliant solution. Check it out. Maybe just run a decentralized node yourself to support the network. And finally, $550 million of Bitcoin flies out of Coinbase Pro. Hopefully, Michael Saylor is doing his magic and getting those institutional investors and those companies and those hedge funds and those insurance companies that are holding a lot of money into Bitcoin. Because a lot of people are thinking that this is for an OTC deal worth around $14,875. Bitcoin I want to refer you back to February 3rd where we did a podcast how to do a hundred million dollar OTC Bitcoin deal and this is gonna tell you how to do this deal in details of why it's done this way in brief if you try to buy that amount of Bitcoin on an exchange you're not gonna get it for the price that you want to get it for example If you're buying one Bitcoin at $38,000, somebody is obviously selling one Bitcoin at $38,000. But there's not 14,000 Bitcoin on the order books at that price. So what you're going to have to do is gobble up all of the prices above it. You'll hit, let's just say there's 10 Bitcoin for sale at $38,000, then another 10 at $39,000, and then another 100 at $40,000, and then another 200 at $41,000. By the time you get 14,000 Bitcoin, you're going to be all the way up into $60,000 per Bitcoin. So what you want to do is you want to go to the exchanges that are holding a lot of Bitcoin and negotiate a price for that Bitcoin and pay them cash. Now, this cash is still going to be in the market, but it's going to be in the market over a series of days or weeks so that it doesn't spike or crash the market. The same thing with sales. If you sell $100 million worth of Bitcoin at one time, or in this case, a half a billion dollars of Bitcoin, you're going to crash the market. It'll be disastrous and you won't be able to get the right price for it. So either up or down. You don't want to do this on an exchange, and this is why these exchanges do OTC deals with big investors to make sure you keep stability in the Bitcoin market. Well, like I said, back to the story, around 14,875 Bitcoin moved off of Coinbase Pro for probably an OTC deal. How are we going to know that this was an OTC deal? Well, we'll see the price of Bitcoin keep going up, and you're going to see a half a billion dollars added to the Bitcoin's market cap over time. So if we keep going up, people are buying. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. I'll be back tomorrow for the weekend update. And I also have another listener that wanted to come on and tell his crypto hodling story. I'll see you tomorrow. Happy hodling, everyone.